Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider It seems I've heard that song before. Call the patent office, copyright the name Green Goblin. I want a corner every time somebody says it. That spider freak making me look ridiculous. Up, up, and away with! What? Shazam! Spider-Man? Stupid reporters still think puny Parker's Spidey. Go, Web, go! We're gonna have a hell of a time. Hello, and a massive welcome to Swinging Through Spider-Man episode 9. As usual, it's me, James Rushton. Over there, Bradley Hughes. He's getting on all right, aren't you? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> good stuff, man. Um, yeah, thanks for everyone who's been listening. Um, we caught you all listening over Christmas period in places like South Korea, Finland. It's mad. <laughs> It's scary. Def- definitely be South Korea. You wouldn't find anyone what, listening to us in North Korea. Huh? I'd hope so. I mean, you know, rebel against the old man, you know, what, whatever his name is. Get confused <laughs> about that quite a lot, actually. It's chubby fat man, baby. Yeah, we don't have we don't have any of that elk today, though, Brad. No, no, no. We've got quite a lean, mean, green machine, from what I can see straight away. Um, Electro, uh, man in the yellow hat, <laughs> Thunderbolt fingers, Thunderbolt fingers. <laughs> um, this one kicks off straight away, pal. Like straight into it, raw into the meat. It, this one's a bit serious as well. After reading it, it is probably one of you know. There's a whole arc that kind of spins out of this. They kind of start linking the stories together a bit more now. Um, this one's quite. It's quite grim. Um, so where we start off is basically. Spider-Man breaks up a crime in progress just by swinging by. Yeah, is he swinging through? Yeah, he's literally swinging through, mate. He's literally, uh, he's literally swinging through, and he breaks up a crime just um, because his presence is there. So you know he's getting around a bit now. Um, the reason he's swinging by, though, he doesn't care for the crime. He just picked up a prescription for Aunt May because she's quite ill. Oh man, um, she's really sick. That's, that's genuinely heartbreaking. But yeah, Peter, she's really ill, and Peter's wondering what he can do for her. Good nephew, for once. Decent, decent nephew. Um, at the same time, while this is all going on, some idiot in a costume is literally wired up, blasting electricity into his body. He calls himself Electro, and uh, he goes to rob an armoured car and shocks the guards with a blast of electricity. It's his old gimmick. Um, he's very electric. The costume is very loud. Loud. Very loud. Defensive, mate. Uh, loud and proud. But the cards they give up the cash are not paid enough to deal with a man who can literally fry them in seconds flat. Nah, to be fair, as soon as I see a geezer like that walk into the gaff, start firing electric bolts from his fingertips, just wouldn't even bother. Just be like, there's the key, mate. Not a problem. Oh, no, you don't, you don't deal with that, do you? No. Um, minimum wage employees, you have every right to run away from that situation. Um, Peter is told by the doctor, this is another scene, that Aunt May has to go to hospital. and uh, But the poor woman, she's just worried about who will feed Pete, and I'm thinking, man, 16. <laughs> Pete, Pete should feed Pete. Yeah, he can feed himself. Get them hot pockets he out. He is capable of uh, putting stuff in an oven. Um, he's stressed out, and Flash is taking the piss out of him. Uh, he's taking the piss out of him about the fight, you know, the fight that happened last time, and I think that's not his... That, stay in your lane. <laughs> you know, if you get put on your ass twice, once once is by accident, twice is a bit 
He sent him sent him out the ring as well, man. It's not like, like a missile. I was about to say it's not even like it was like one singular punch. It's not even like it's a one punch and it was down. Like it was a fucking uppercut that ripped his head clean off his shoulders, man. The geezer left the ring. He got air. I think if someone beats on you up on you twice, not once, twice, if you, you, the, the dynamics in the relationship should change. Maybe he's just clinging on. You're not the bully anymore, but yeah, he wants to speak to him. He wants to talk to Parker, and uh, but Pete ain't having none of it. He's got enough on his plate, and he goes to visit May. Um, but she's already got a visitor, mate. Um, it's Betty, who showed up to uh, give her a hand in hospital. The fuck, uh, she's got hanging that? around. Yeah, she's just. I think she's heard about Pete's situation. She's uh, shown up to give Aunt May, you know, some company. Um, but he walks home, and uh, but she sees there's you know something going on with him, and I think she's got no right to really ponder if he's holding a secret because his aunt's not practically dying mm. you know it's someone smoldering away inside i think it might be because of that um not because he's actually a, s- a secret superhero and yeah she's bang on the money she, you know he's holding a secret yeah anyway so um but yeah again that's uh, the last thing he needs um he's got medical bills to pay you know it's america yeah that's enough said. Um, no, no, I don't think I have health insurance. Um, it's going to cost them a bomb. Uh, it's operations, all sorts of they stuff. Could I think. Barely, yeah. barely afford the rent. They could barely afford living hand to mouth. Unless you're Spider Man. Unless you're Spider Man and just, just waste almost a thousand bucks on your costume. Man, what was, what was wrong with the sock? The costume's not brilliant. Because what happens is he goes off to obviously find crimes he can take photos of and he just gets drenched by the rain and he has to go home. <laughs> and I appreciate his little slice of life, things like that, <laughs> because uh, you don't expect what would happen. And it's like literally pissing it down. He has to go home. He has to like give up the ghost and go home. I think that's <laughs> spot on, that is. But also when he's like drying his clothes off, he's like literally standing in front of the window with the blinds open the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and like they've literally written it in, like wrote it in, where he panics because he's left the blinds up. And I'm like, you could have just removed the scene, put the blinds down. This whole thing, this whole charade, didn't need to happen. It's <laughs> if you if you are a superhero and you're trying to hide your identity, don't get dressed in front of a window. That being said, Clark Kent goes into a fucking into a phone box, glass see-through <laughs> box. We've com- we went to that comparison quite a lot, haven't we? Yeah, we have because I find <laughs> I still find it quite funny how they 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 try to to cover his tracks, and yet like the bar set so low with Superman, like you don't have to. If I if my entire identity is built about built around being worried that people are seeing me, I don't leave the blinds open. No, definitely not, Matt. I, I, I'm I'm not Spider Man, and I close the blinds because I'm worried that people are going to get you know a load of this whenever I'm getting changed. That's some of that. That's something I don't want to inflict on the kids next door, and that man. It's human. I think humans. That's something humans do. Yeah, that's anyway. We we're quite private creatures, really. Yeah, unless you're Electro, mate, because he's dressed uh, fully in green, skin tight, outfit, rampaging though. around, literally shooting electricity from him loud loud character you know he bursts off the page um at the, the next day he assaults jay jonah jameson at the bank and demands like his payroll and stuff and uh 
Yeah, then he goes into the, the the vault, steals a fortune, and he shoots up. You know, his electric power allows him to escape, lock up the side of a building. How much money was newspaper editors making back a day, man? These guys are always going after him. A lot. It's clearly it's clearly on a bomb in here. I mean, it'd be like a lot in nowadays, man. Definitely. The whole scene's been put on put in in front of Jameson just because. It also it gives him an impetus to do what he does next, and that's he jumps to the conclusion straight away that Electro is Spider Man because Spider Man's the only man he's ever seen climb building. I think if you live in this world now, you have to accept that there could be some people who can maybe sometimes climb the side of buildings. <laughs> I think you're allowed. You you are allowed. Yeah, you are allowed kind of. to believe that there's more than one. But of course, Spider Man has no idea what's going on. No idea why he's been uh, blamed as Electro. It's a headline, obviously. If the editor of the Daily Bugle sees it, it's going to be a headline. Electro is really Spider-Man. It's a headline. Uh, yeah, so it's been play- all of Electro's crimes have been blamed on Spider-Man. And I don't think that's the first time this kind of thing's happened. I think for most the most of the criminals, he's first he's been blamed. The crimes of the criminal have been blamed on him, whether it's Jameson or police. So business as usual, but um, Peter doesn't really take it well, and I guess that's kind of because of everything going on in his life. No, no blame there from me, though. I think he's entitled to be upset. Yeah, false, false accusations. I mean, that it's kind of what happens when you take vigilante, like being a vigilante, and taking the law into your own hands. You're not accountable for it all. Well, it's not. It's not like it's not like Spider Man can give a witness testimony afterwards, is it? I think early Spider Man. I mean, we, we are in an early day. Mate, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. The headline says Electro is Spider Man, but then if you actually read the snippet, it says. On the basis of indisputable evidence, I, I, I don't know about you. Um, I could dispute that. I could dispute that really. That's well. very easily dispute. There are two different body shapes, two different costumes, sitting in the exact different places at the same time. This is very this thrown out of courtroom. But again, this is this is the whole info war shit that Jameson does. It's kind of like quite clearly, it's, like Spider Man has never shot electric out of his fingertips either. It's like Hillary Clinton sneezes once, but so that makes her the devil. Something like that, like that mad shit oh, that you yeah, see on the yeah, internet. Fake news. Like, oh, she rolled her eyes three times, and that's like Illuminati yeah. code for fucking unlocking goddamn Dormammu or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's truth if you want it to be truth. It is, and uh, he does believe, but for whatever reason, Peter heads to Jameson to ask for like the advance again, and I think. Once you've been there, once and been rejected, you don't. But Jameson almost kind of does it, but then he's like, save me, kid. You're just like spending on a hot rod or something. I'm like, just tell him what you need it for. Just tell him straight. I think if Jameson's not like a terrible person, he's like an arsehole, but I think if he went, it's from my aunt's operation, I think he might be amenable to that almost. Yeah, definitely. I'd like, he's, he's still human, isn't he? I don't think there's anyone out there that can be like, no. Like, I don't give a fuck about your aunt dying. Yeah, uh, I don't. Uh, Jameson's an asshole. I think that's established. Yeah, definitely an asshole. But, but, I don't think he's super villain material, no. which is which is what that is. You know, refusing like a sixteen year old kid point blank while he's working his ass off for you. Mm. I think it, it, I don't know if it will be that much more than he's getting paid as well. I don't know the whole logistics, but it is like the Marvel universe, so we can suspend disbelief. It could be like fifty quid to get the operation done. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but yeah, um, Jameson goes. The only way I'm giving you any money is if you get me photos and 
Peter's like, forget that. There's a reward for capturing electros. So that's exactly what I'm going to do. That makes more sense, to be fair. These, you know, Bounty Hunter, that's another role that he could have went down. Easy, easy role for him oh, as well. Not much effort in that. It's quite strange what happens here, man. Because he goes around looking this, around the city for Electro, and this is something that happens a lot in the comics after this, where he'll just kind of look around for something. Um, he just finds this man on the roof, and it's one of the scariest images I've seen in the comics. This guy looks terrifying <laughs> with a telescope. Um, he finds him on the roof, and he's like, oh, that's not Electro. Like, of course it's not. Um, he swings around, sees two people working on a mains line, and he's like, oh, that's not Electro. Then he finds Electro, obviously being Electro, dressed up in his garments, shooting electricity at a vault. And I'm like, do you look there first, I feel? <laughs> I think you look where that is happening first. You've got the spiders and you can do this. You're capable of doing that. I know. I kind of like the idea of him doing the detective work. You know, he's not just like Mary suing it around. Is is actually like you know putting a little bit of elbow grease into it at least. I know, but it's like you see the buzzing, you hear a, someone cackling at a fucking vault. That's that's where you go first. That's immediately obvious to me. But I, I digress, man. They've got a, this. It's just this one seems like there's a few panels just put into it, like random, like the blind thing. It's just like ah, oh, yeah, some, we'll, we'll throw that in. <laughs> his character development <laughs> it is it is um, but yeah he's taking he sees Electra and goes you know what I'm going to uh, take some uh, pictures of you may as well right that's his job um, a fight breaks out but because it's electricity being chucked at him Spider-Man can't actually sense it of course you know it's not like a physical thing is it it's almost an, it's you know it's elemental almost in the sense that it's not physically, you know, it's not at all. The sensation of being shocked is physical, but the bolts, electricity bolts are not physical. So he can't like, you can dodge them because he can see them coming at him, but he can't actually sense them coming at him. It's only, he has to, he has to see it basically. Um, the big problem of course, is that electro is buzzing quite literally with electricity. So Spider-Man actually can't touch him. Um, the second he tries to like grab him, he's like shocked, like shocked almost to death. Like this genuinely almost kills him, mate. He's lying, burnt to a crisp, folded up like a like you know, like what would happen if you literally electrocuted a spider? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, to be fair, the artwork's fucking great because it looks like Spider Man's doing thriller. Yeah, yeah, when he's getting yeah. shocked, <laughs> hands up, like all like literally, you know, both arms in the air, one side, head right back, like. So good. But the shame is that he almost gets Electro as well because he blinds him and he goes in for the capture. Yeah. And it's just literally Freud. To, like, that would have killed a normal human being. I think it's quite literally hinted that if he wasn't Spider-Man, he'd be dead. Yeah, legit. Is what he'd be. But he doesn't. He looks a lot worse for wear. <laughs> and that's just like, I didn't mean to do that, but oh uh, well. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> Spider-Man's on. not really that bad of a guy. Really. Not Spider-Man, sorry. Electro isn't that bad of a guy, really, then, is he? He's just, just like, oh, man. I don't just know. Like... I don't really know because I know what's coming up. And it's an, quite an asshole movie. It's the origin story that's coming up. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, Spider-Man's almost dead. 
Um, as, but as Electra assumes he's dead because he's literally smoking. <laughs> you know, he's a smoking dead body on the yeah, floor. He's crispy man. And uh, yeah, so um, he's Spider Man wakes up on the roof. Worst hangover ever. Yeah. Not that's oh, not good. I don't know what it feels like to be electrocuted to within an inch of your life, but I don't think it's a really good feeling. I think there's a lot of dehydration there. <laughs> <laughs> Desperate need of a pint of water. Yeah, and um it doesn't look good and he wakes up and it's like, Oh, Electro's gone and I'm like, Yeah, you, you were dead for twelve hours. You know, if a doctor was there you would have been pronounced dead. Um Doc Ock gets a lot of credit for being the man who kind of pushes Spider-Man to the edge. But I think Electro almost killed him by accident without doing anything. So Could you imagine that if that was it, just that was, that was the end of the comic, end of the series, end of Spider-Man? We have been through this a lot, haven't we? Because when he's trapped in the water tower, yeah, it's almost like, you know, that's when it's, that's, that's it, mate. When he gets chucked out the window, but I've got that's it, mate. He, he's come close to death a lot. A lot. You can get away with being trapped in the water tower. You can get away with being chucked out a window. Electric, whew, you don't you don't mess around with electric currents, do you? Well, the thing is, like a lot of Spider-Man's downfall is him just going up against like an unknown entity, like dealing with like these scumbags on the street and that, like these two-bit criminals. Like that's his bread and butter. But as soon as he gets one of these supervillains come along. He has no fucking clue about him. And he's sort of got to learn on his feet. I mean, it's all in the name. Though that's the problem, is that, oh, the Vulture can fly, Dr. Octopus has more limbs, and Electro, he might have something to do with electricity, but he does no research. He goes in to try and like, bang them out, and he almost always drops dead in the first encounter. Um, this is, a, yeah, again, it's a bad one. Like, the, the, the imagery is just fantastic. He's just smoking... Electro standing over him. I think finish the job there. You know, give him just give him the shock. Pull him out. Well, he he thought he already was. I mean, if that was me, double tap. But yeah, you you know you you. He's clearly going to be breathing though. I mean, we don't we can't appreciate it with still art like this. But I mean, if you're not dead, you you you're breathing, aren't you? Yeah, but it would have been just would have been hard to see him breathing through all that smoke. Oh, crisp to smell. Yeah. A smell of burnt hair. <laughs> um, Realising he's failed, basically, he tries to cheat Jameson out of money by giving Jameson exactly what he wants. He does basically does a Photoshop and he superimposes a, photo, a photograph to make it look like Spider-Man is Electro. Like he's getting changed out of the Electro uniform into Spider-Man's uniform. What a fucking sellout. What a sellout. That's a that's problematic. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, um, that's problem. That is proper bad, isn't it? I suppose it needs must though, isn't it? Like if, needs that dime. If, if if my aunt was in was you know in hospital, I'd do anything. Yeah. Um, well, Electro reads the next day's paper and he gets a good laugh at the headline because you know. He's clearly not Spider-Man, you know what I mean? It's just, he's having a laugh, he's in the clear. Aha! Jameson will have a long wait if he's gonna wait for Spider-Man to disprove anything. You think he's dead? <laughs> They're gonna find a dead kid on the roof dressed as Spider-Man. <laughs> Could you imagine being like, I don't, I don't know what these people do on their roofs in America. I'd imagine that they just go up there to smoke or something. 
You just go outside and there's just this char-grilled Spider-Man. Yeah, because people have like barbecue parties on the roof, don't they? You know, in in them skyscrapers and the apartment blocks, there's like a roof axe gardens almost. And you can have like barbecue parties and stuff like that up there or just normal parties on these rooftop, you know, meeting places. I think Gavin's there, they're smelling barbecue, they turn around expecting a grill, but there's just a dead boy smoking <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> it, it It's a shame. It's a shame for him. But... Uh, Peter's ashamed for himself. He's got the he's got a bit of money. Um, Matt, obviously, Electra's laughing away because uh, he's seen the uh, headline. But he's re- he's speaking a bit about himself now. He's a simple, ordinary electricity man, line worker, Max Dillon. Oh, um, monologuing. He's an asshole. Is what he is. Um, there's a man basically trapped on a power cable. And electricity man Max is there. He's finished his job. He's having a cigarette. And uh, the foreman comes past and he's like, Max, I need you. There's a geezer trapped on that pole and he's going to die unless you go up. So Max goes up um, after demanding payment for it. I think he's entitled to. Out of contract work, you know, got to hustle. Got to get that overtime rate. Got to get them incentives. Saving their life. It's not, you know, he's not paid to do that. If we're gonna save those minimum wage workers, you know, earlier, God in the tank, run away. You know, he's not paid to go. It's it's out of office work, mate. I was work. <laughs> he could have just. He needs a bonus. Could have just turned off the power. I don't know how it works, but after getting he after he gets a bonus, he goes up there. That's more like it. Um, he goes up there to bring him down. Brings him down, but he accidentally touches the wire and is sizzled. Oh, he gets a Spider-Man treatment. Almost. Um, he wakes up alive and he feels stronger. The electricity is buzzing through his veins. He feels, oh my God, I am, you know, I'm not ordinary anymore. I'm not normal. Something's happened to I'm him. not going to lie, man. I once watched this documentary called Stanley Superhumans and like, this geezer basically had the same thing happen to him. He was electrician. He touched some wire and he was like, oh my God, this much amount of voltage should have killed me. And he was like, I am superhuman. But instead of becoming a supervillain or a human, you know what he does? You know what he does? He, he just, just touches hot plates. And just goes, whoa, look how I can power hot plates. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought he'd just like hang spoons and forks on him uh, that would be better <laughs> he just holds light bulbs like he puts he holds a battery in one hand and then a light bulb in the other and he's like look I'm conducting the electricity whoa i not gonna lie very disappointing watch I wouldn't recommend anyone to watch that they got this one geezer there's <laughs> one geezer isn't there just one literal like American football player can just throw the ball really hard as well. Yes. I've seen that but one. Mate, no, there's, there's, a, there's a fucking beatboxer and he's just like, he's a human orchestra. True believer. I think it's the next next issue where there is some bull, there is some real bullshit with character origins and shit and just naming it. It's just, you know, he's just, Stanley's just sat there making shit up. Oh my God. If he thinks an American football player is a superhero, you know, superhuman. Wait till he watches the NFL. Wait till he clicks on a, clicks around a few TV shows. It blows a little <laughs> mind, man. Um, yeah. So Max Dillon is still alive somehow, but um, he accidentally touches like a coat hanger, and he realizes that metal contact with metal can create sparks from him. He can drive a current. 
Um, so he straps himself up with like a metal apparatus around his body and he realizes that he can actually direct these currents. Electro is born. He's just literally asshole strapped up with coat hangers. <laughs> Not really electro, is it? It's more like met- met- Look out, here comes lad. abortion man. Just like, no, no, <laughs> no, guys, no, just no. Like, take that back to the drawing board <laughs> right away. Go and it's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll settle for settle electro. For electro. <laughs> Um, Electra's plan heads to the prison to release all the nasty criminals so they can serve him. Uh, Peter sees police cars head into the prison. You know, there's he's, uh, one thing I've hospital. always said is that, you know, you can always trust criminals. Definitely. Like if you release them, they will definitely keep hold of their word. That's what that's, it's one thing that criminals are definitely known for. And that's being, you know, honorable. Yeah, you don't want, you, you know, if I want someone working for me, I think criminal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Loyalty, brawn, brand, everything. You know, he's been um, robbing all these banks this, and that. It could just pay people. But no, no, definitely criminals. This will end well. Definitely. Peter sees all the police cars and their siren saying, you know, the alarms and the radio saying, Electra's at the prison, all, all officers, all available officers will make your way there. Um, he He's got his priorities straight, though. He heads to uh, Aunt May to see if she's doing well. Um, Betty's there. <laughs> Again. Um, but Pete, Aunt May's kind of delirious and just doesn't want to be left alone, but she needs to go to the operating table and get sorted. So Peter waits there with her. Um, but meanwhile, at the prison, though, a right breaks out with an electric demanding that the prisoners obey him. <laughs> It really does work out a bit better than it should do because every single one of these prisoners should fuck off. Um, some of them do, but they run straight into the police, so the others turn around and start listening to Electra um, because he's still holding in the prison, holding down the riot, you know, controlling his little kind of kingdom in there, his little petty kingdom, whereas anyone who's wanting to escape is kind of just ran straight into the arms of the police outside and got battered. Yo, what's happened to Duck Ark and the Vulture? Like, I can't quite remember, but did they go to prison? They went to prison... Vulture's been in prison twice. Yeah, he has, hasn't he? Because he broke out the first time. I'm assuming it's a different prison. Must be. But that would be mad. When I was reading it, I thought that as well. And I thought, man, that would be mad if Electro let all these people out of prison and it was Vulture and Doc Ock just battered him. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'd punch him. I'd take one look at that mask and I'll just... I ain't listening to you. At the hospital, Peter and Betty hear some good news. The operation, it's an amazing success. Aunt May's a bit out of it, though, and uh, she crashes into sleep straight after the op. Fair play. Don't blame her. She's on she sedatives. Needs that rest um, but because she's on sedatives, the doc kind of cracks a joke about how tired Peter looks, and I'm thinking, bad, really terrible timing. That's, you don't, no. It's just like, it's it's like one of them ones where, like, Peter's st- standing at like, the bed, and he just looks over his shoulder like scrunched up face, like duck. Come on, man. The doctors are like just hanging, hanging. So it's like the duck says like one of those terrible dad jokes. It's just like he's just there, like hands on hip, just goes. I always say laughter's the best medicine. <laughs> it's it's frustrating that the doctor. The thing is, he's he's straight faced as well. Like the doctor's so straight faced. Remember the living brain waiting around the corner. Yeah. It's like that. He's waiting just to crack that joke. It's unnecessary. He's waiting all day for it, man. Betty says she's got to run off because, you know, 
a major news story is breaking at the prison, but she begs Peter not to head down. Don't take photos. It's dangerous down there. Why is Betty going? To, she's just a secretary. She ain't a journalist. I think they need just someone to hold down the phones. You know, like I'm going to be going mad. That's a good point. It's the 60s. This is the only place where they can get information. There's no Wikipedia. Living brains out of action. <laughs> it's the only place where information exists. You'll be happy to know I unplugged my, my Google Home. The dangerous photos are the ones that bring in the most money. But Betty's holding something back. You know, Peter's reminding herself of someone she used to know, someone who's almost beginning to enjoy the danger. Gautier star. She's been burnt before, Ooh. and uh, Pete just wants us to fess up and tell him the secret. It's got, it's got a juicy past. Ironic. Ironic. You know, he wants her secrets, but he's holding the biggest one of all. So a Spider-Man, um, he uh, breaks into a store and takes some things. What? what? <laughs> yeah, he uh, he just literally heads off to face Electro, jumps into a store and just leaves some money behind. I hope, it, I hope he's got the exact amount and or more. You know, if you're just chucking a few pennies on the desk in exchange for something and taking it, still a crime. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, so not, he thinks there's a cheeky chap here. No. Not at all, mate. Not at all. Um, he, takes a, he takes some items, uh, heads off to face Electro. He's got quite a mob under his, like, frown now. He's kind of in control of the prison. But uh, Spidey's new go- uh, goods that he's almost stolen, they're a pair of rubber boots and gloves, mate. Thinking ahead. That, make, that makes a lot of sense. I'm starting to find, like notice a bit of a pattern with the way how Spider-Man fights his enemies. He gets battered the first time to the brink of death, then figures out a plan after. I think switch that around, mate. I can't really say anything against him because primary research is probably the best kind of research. Trial and error. Trial and error, yeah. Almost dies. Thankfully, he lives you know, long enough to see his plans through. But Spider-Man, he uses the classic spider signal to jump Electro and his cronies, takes them on easily, turns on Electro, and uses a bag of metal bearings that he's probably assumedly stolen as well um, to disrupt disrupt Electro's bolts. He throws them in the air and the bolts kind of just bounce off those little metal bearings instead of going at him. Um, then he's got stuff like, a you know, it's, it's a prison, there's bars and steel chairs that are acting as lightning rods. Electro is not as powerful as he thinks in this area. I think that hints a lot at at his general intelligence. He's a dumbass, yeah. basically. He's just strapped up to the nine with electric. The thing is, as well, is like, all Peter needs to do is just knock him the fuck out and his job's done. He doesn't even have to, like, drag him to the police station. He doesn't yeah. even have to web him up. Yeah, He's there. He's in prison already. While Electro's, like, mocking him, he does do that. He goes in and gives him the big punch, mate. He's going in for the knockout and then rubber gloves, man. One punch. He gives him mate, you one think- the the other thing is, he's like, whilst he's fighting Electro as well, not only is he dealing with Electro shit, he's dealing with the rest of the mob as well. Yeah, man on. You know what I mean? Like, Spider-Man is dealing with at least about 20 geezers. Delivering those punches, man. He gives Electro the punch. Uh, Electro kind of crashes into some metal bars and other bars of the prison and they make a shock that blinds Spider-Man. So he's kind of just thinking on his feet while he can't see. But the prisoners are all jumping him. They don't know, all taking turns trying to get a lot of land a punch. But he's, you know, he's got his spidey sense, so he's kind of dancing around him a bit. There is a lot of people there, and uh, they they turn a gun on him. They jump, a, they jump him with a gun, but he kicks it straight out of their hands. <laughs> like gives it the, the punch. That, 
Gunn gets the rubber boot, man, and he's gone. Gone down the stairs. Um, <laughs> he's a fucking rubber boot, man. <laughs> brown, brown boots, man. It's just it's like the Spider-Man's outfit and then just brown, brown gloves, black, brown shoes, man. To be fair, that is a good look. It's a pretty sweet look. It's not a bad look, is it? No. Um, that little action of kicking the gun out makes the mob run off into the arms of the police again. And the Electro, the gun has fallen to Electro. He's <laughs> just pointing at him with a really sinister look. So he's got bad. his little mask on. He's got his little pistol. He's a little pea shooter. So it's almost like um, Jamie Hewlett-esque because he's got like his little pinky out. He's got like very like square on sort of styling. It's really looking at him. Ready to give him the Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Do you feel lucky, punk? The dirty Harold, man. Um, Electro goes to go and Spidey dispatches him with a bag of sand. That's <laughs> quite a common thing for him to do. <laughs> a bag of sand to the enemy. It's like, <laughs> a handy bag of sand. Oh, shit. You know what it reminds you of, man? Have you ever watched that, that um, episode of King of the Hill where the kids goes, pocket sand, throw sand in the game. <laughs> It's like sand attacks, you know, when there's a Pidgey on Pokemon, it just keeps sand attacking oh, you so mate. much that like, you just can't land an attack with like 10, 10 turns. Mate, it's got fucking PTSD of that, man. Spidey does need like a bag, bag of pocket sand or something on the go. It does, man. It really is something. It's coming something that he falls back on quite a lot. I mean, you almost straight up killed the human torch using just <laughs> bags of sand. Yeah, he bounces it off like Electra's head. Disrupts the gun, and Electro gets almost close to killing him with like an electric whip. He just starts like flailing it at him. But Spider Man, thinking quickly, turns to a, a fire hose. You know, prisons are going to be full of this stuff anyway, utilities yeah, in every yeah. corner to you know, dispatch stuff. Um, gets a fire hose and just sprays him with water. And it shorts as uh, Electro tries to override it, it kind of short circuits him and uh, puts him out of action. For some reason, Spidey approaches Electro and unmasks him like he's going to know who he is. <laughs> he unmasks him. He goes, well, I don't know who he is. I'm like, <laughs> you don't, you, you knew that? Who you, who you think it's going to be? He literally walks to this guy with a mask on ta- and he's like, I wonder who this is. Takes the mask off and within a second he's like, eh, don't know who he is. The police will figure it out. To be fair, it's the first time he's versed someone with a mask. That's true. Not, that I mean, to be fair, if if a geezer left me for dead, I'd want to look him in the whites of his eyes. It's a point of interest for him, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. Um, takes a few pictures, <laughs> pictures of Electro just out of it on the floor, and uh, goes home to Jameson. I goes to the bugle to Jameson to sell him for quite a high, high price. But Jameson's there, like you know, I've ripped you off, mate. This is a uh, this is worth loads. He's thinking to himself. Uh, these pictures of Electro vulnerable, unmasked, and lying in a puddle of water, smoking, <laughs> uh, worth loads. And uh, even though he's got got quite a penny for him, Jameson's still ripping him off. Not, not a good look for him. JJ's a dick, man. However, the drama's not over. Aunt May is doing all right, but Betty gives Pete the cold shoulder. Oh, She's man. not happy with the fact that he went to the prison. She doesn't like the danger in him. Oh, Pete, oh, Peter, you're so dangerous. I never told you all this stuff. It's upset me, and he ignores her, and he went anyway. Pete says, hey, I like you, but I'm not going to stop being me. 
I'm not you. You know what? You know what? Ballsy move. Like that's probably the first thing you said that I actually respect. And he just storms off. But the thing is, he storms off, and the second he storms off, he's like, oh, "I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have stormed <laughs> off, maybe." <laughs> yeah, the, the the one girl that's actually took an interest in you. <laughs> but she's like chasing after him. She generally like is attached to him, and she's like, he goes to apologize. No, I'm not. And he turns. From- I'm not going to lie, man. These these are strong moves. These are very strong moves by Peter, and I kind of respect him for it. Yeah, man. Because like she said, she said like, "I'm scared of of you," like you know, running towards his danger and that. And then Pete's like, all right, then that's fine. I'm not going to change, which is like strong in itself. And then he's just like, I'm not going to bother you again. Um, he goes to apologize with Betty running to him, but barely, Betty, being Betty apologizes first. She's like, I'm sorry for making you angry. I'm sorry for what I said. And uh, they both walk off into the New York night, a bit confused about where they stand. That's the end. Okay. For you threads are dangling. Yeah. Nothing really resolved. It's you know, it's actually quite strange. Like, it's not self-contained for once. Tell you what, there's there's one thing that I've noticed in this comic as well is that there has actually been a slight bit of continuity with Peter Parker in regards that he's not wore his glasses once. It's because they got smashed last episode. Brilliant, brilliant spot. Um I saw that. I think I've wrote read through to episode or issue 12 or 13 and he actually hasn't worn them since um since they got smashed this being said man i actually remember um a similar thing happening once um with naruto no it sounds fucking lame as fuck but basically they replaced the geezer's goggles with this headband like after the first episode because the artist was just fed up with drawing them yeah that's probably the same thing here man <laughs> that's probably what's happened uh, yeah, that, that's that's all of it over. It dangles quite tantalisingly with a, a little story arc for Peter regarding his aunt's health and his relationship with Betty, and he's getting stacks as well. Being being Spider Man, you know, he's uh, finds himself quite. I think he handled that well, apart from almost dying. Yeah, well, we we discuss, we, we've uh, we've discussed how he needs to first somewhat die in order to learn. He's like a Saiyan; he comes back stronger. Yeah, so that's it for this one, mate. Next time, he fights a really small person who's really skilled at judo. Jesus Christ. Ah, oh, you know what? He's like belt camera would just be getting the right height photos. <laughs> yeah, so next time he versus uh, <laughs> a group of really strange characters. Um, it's quite random. Uh, it's a it's a little it's a little funny story though, and uh, we'll hit that up next time, man. Uh, any yeah. final thoughts on Electra? Needs needs new threads. Yeah, they're gonna be burnt to a crisp. Not yeah. feeling too good after that. I think that's retirement for him. I I wouldn't come back after that, mate. I'm not the you're not the vulture. You're not you're not Doc Ock. You've you've been you've been beaten soundly. One and done. Could you imagine how much of a fucking lemon you'd feel after that as well? You've you've gone into the prison, you've disrupted the whole prison. You'd be like, right, guys, we're going to break you out, and you get your ass handed in, handed to you in front of all these people. <laughs> the best thing about it, he's the only villain that's got actual superpowers, and he's been beaten to fuck. Like Doc Ock's got his arms, Vulture can fly, but you know. Electro has control over electricity, which is kind of a one-up on all of them. Yeah, I was about to say, that's like his ting. Like, 
Duck Ock sort of inherits his, his like robotic skills, and the Vulture is just purely down to technology as well. Yeah, and Electro is like there is technology involved, but he's still strong and fast and electric because of what happened to him. But like he got beat. Oh yeah, easily, easily. Well, no, nah, he weren't easily. To be fair, it just it was just setting man, wrong place, wrong time for the elect for Electro. But man, yeah, I think that's enough from us, mate. We've handled that well. Um, Blocks one run, rose from the, rose from almost the grave, come back, and uh, he's turning things around in his life. Episode nine, issue nine, all sorted, mate. More fantastic, fascinating details about the life and adventures of the world's most amazing teenager, Spider-Man, the superhero who could be you. Not us. Definitely not us. Definitely not us. <laughs> Yeah, big thanks for listening. You can catch us on all the podcast places, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, all of them, Pocky Casts, every, every cast, you know, all, all of them. Find us all over the place, can't you? Yep, 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 yep. That's been Bradley Hughes. I'm James Rushton, and we'll catch you soon when Spider-Man fights a small man. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, catch you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.